I've tried to record this one. A thousand, I mean, now less than a thousand, less than a thousand, more than one, more than two, more than three, a bunch of times. Okay, we're just gonna go for it. Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz, and this is Essential Presents. So, um, what in the world is happening right now? I think I have allergies. I don't know if that's a thing. I mean, it's a thing, and it's a thing with me. I don't know if that's the reason why I'm as like out of it. Yeah, check this out. I like that. <laughs> Sorry about that. Hi, my name is Father Mike Schmitz, and this is Essential Presents. I think a lot of people I've talked to will say like they will pray for other people a lot, but they hesitate to pray for themselves. And I just want to pause just for one second and let you know you, you're worth praying for. Imagine this. Imagine if you're a mom or dad. Imagine if you had a child who would never come before you and ask you for something for themselves. Would that make you love your child more? Would it may help you feel closer to your child? Or would you feel like there's a little bit of a distance there that, that maybe they don't trust you enough to actually bring you their heart and reveal to you what they, what they want, what, what's in their heart? And I think the same something is similar when it comes to the Lord. Of course, God already knows what's in our heart. But when we come before him with what we want, with what we need, and ask him for something for ourselves, again, it's not automatically selfish. Sometimes it's just a great way we can approach God, who's our good dad, and trust him. Trust him enough to reveal to him what's in our hearts. So you're worth praying for. You're, you are loved already. And, and it can be a really great expression of love for the Father to bring before him your wants and your needs. Okay, here's the dilemma. <laughs> I'm, I'm making the point that prayer is efficacious, that it actually does something. And yet, all of us have experienced the, the, the brokenheartedness of our prayer not being answered or, or what it feels like is like my prayer is not being heard. When we have those intercessory prayer for something that someone desperately needs or petitionary prayer for something that, that like we desperately need, that we can come before God and, and we can say, okay, God, I, I asked, right? I begged you for this thing and it wasn't answered. And I feel like I'm not heard. There's a real um, crisis moment in prayer. And I, don't, I, don't, I do not want to in any way minimize that because it, it, it's serious, especially when you're praying for something that is incredibly serious. It's one thing to say, you know, I want a bike or I want a, you know, I don't know, a trip, vacation, something like this. It's another thing to say, this person I love is, is in danger. This person I love is ill. This person I love is dying. When your own heart is breaking, when you're in that place of, of desperation, to feel like you're not heard can be devastating. But we do have to kind of get past, get through some of that stuff to an answer. And this is the catechism of the Catholic Church because the catechism asks this question. It asks the question, why do we complain about not being heard? Which I think on the surface is a little bit interesting. Like, well, why do you complain about not being heard? Well, duh, because I need the thing or I want the thing. But the way this section of the catechism, it's in the section on prayer. The way that this section of the catechism answers this question Again, it, it gets past that, that heartbreak, it gets past that devastation and makes us ask a deeper question. And so here's, a, here's what it says. It's paragraph 2735. In the first place, we ought to be astonished by this fact that when we praise God or give thanks, give thanks to him for his benefits in general, we're not particularly concerned about whether or not our prayer is acceptable to him. On the other hand, we demand to see the results of our petitions. I was like, and it goes on to talk a little bit more, but let's hold on this for a minute. Why do we complain about not being heard? Okay, in the first place, we ought to be astonished by this fact that when we praise God or give him thanks for his benefits in general, we're not particularly concerned about whether or not 
our prayers acceptable to him. Have you ever experienced this? Like where, you, yeah, you want to praise God, you want to thank God. So you're just kind of trucking along, you know, driving along, walking along, whatever you're doing, and just kind of throw up a thanks. And that's awesome because to express gratitude to the Lord is the right move, right? In so many times and in so many seasons of our lives, to be able to give God thanks and praise in all seasons, at all times, amazing, so good. But we kind of just do it like that. We kind of casually, maybe, maybe you don't this, but I think a lot of us, we casually like kind of throw out our praises. We casually throw up our, uh, our thanksgivings. But when it comes to something we really, really want, how do we do it? Typically, you know, what we, we, we stop. I have to go into a church. I have to go into a chapel. I have to kneel down because God hears my prayers when I kneel. I need to fold my hands just the right way. And I say all the right things like, God, here is what I need. Here is what they need. Here is what I want. Here is what... We are very, very precise in our prayers of petition. We're very, very strict with our prayers of intercession. But we can kind of be a little bit casual and cavalier in our prayers of thanksgiving or our prayers of praise. It's not that you can't be casual in prayer. It's not, it's not, you, it's not that you can't be casual in prayer. It's that we ought to be astonished by this fact that when we give God praise or thanks for his benefits in general, we're not particularly concerned about whether or not our prayer is acceptable to him. It's one of the reasons why I, I, I will try to do this. I mean, ever since I read this, I, I try when it's praise, uh, when it's thanksgiving, to pray like, Father, accept this prayer of thanksgiving in Jesus' name. Like, please receive this praise, receive this prayer of thanksgiving in the name of Jesus. Because, not because I, if, I, if I say it like that, in my prayers of praise and thanksgiving, then he'll hear my prayers of petition. Not like that. That's manipulation. That's, that's not a relationship. That's a manipulationship. But to be able to realize that, oh man, Lord, I think I am sometimes too casual or too cavalier when it comes to my prayers of thanks or prayers of praise. I think that it reveals something about how I see you. And that's the next question. What is the image of God that motivates our prayer? Is God an instrument to be used or is he the father of our Lord Jesus Christ? I think sometimes that we complain about not being heard because we sometimes see God as our you know, divine ATM, right? He's, he's always there when we, when we need him or he, he's, our, he's our 24-hour therapist or that he's, he's the rescue chopper to come in and, and kind of save the day. Or is he the father of our Lord Jesus Christ? Is he, is he a tool? Is he an instrument to be used? Or is he our good dad who knows how to give good gifts to his children? Is he our good dad who actually loves us better than we love ourselves? Who, yes, when we, we again, this is hard, but it's part of our faith to realize that, yes, I'm praying desperately for this person who desperately needs help. Am I convinced that God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, loves that person in need more than I even love them? I mean, I, I know so many parents who have been in a place of desperation. Their child is sick. Their child is dying. Their child is suffering. Their child is lost. No, that, that prayer of intercession is, is obviously, is so real. And again, it's not dismissing any of that. It's not dismissing the, the reality that, that it can be heartbreaking when we ask God for those, those blessings, those gifts, just like, just spare their life. But am I convinced, am I convinced that God loves them even more than I love them? Because then that might change my prayer. Yes, I'll, I'll still desperately pray. I'll still desperately intercede or have these prayers of petition. But also I get to come before the Father and I get to say, God, 
you are a good dad and I trust you and I participate fully. I offer up this fast. I offer up these penances. I offer up these prayers on behalf of myself, or on behalf of that person who needs these prayers, these penances. But Lord, I also offer myself to you as one who trusts you. You are the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. And I refuse to try to manipulate you. I, re I refuse to try to use you. I am merely going to pray to you and trust you. It is a high call, right? This is a high bar. And I'm not saying that I live up to it. But I know that's what I'm called to. And I know that's what you're called to. To keep on praying. To keep on interceding. To keep on having these prayers of petition. And at the same time, to trust our God and Father. That he is a good dad. He hears our prayers. He loves us. He loves those people more than we do. And so we persevere in prayer. We, can, we don't give up in that intercessory prayer, those prayers of petition. But we do those prayers and offer those fasts and offer those, those, those penances, trusting in our Father. We complain about not being heard. But He hears it all. He hears every one of your prayers. And He loves you. And you can trust Him. For all this here, Ascension Presents, my name is Father Mike. God bless.